Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon on an opening day. First round of the Masters Thursday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. With a bounce on our step, we spring into the next couple of hours. Trent Condon, Ken Miller talking sports with you kind of a slow week, let's be honest, once we got through Monday. But it is on here today. Hopefully the weather will allow St. Louis, Kansas City, and Chicago to uh, lift the curtain on their respective baseball seasons. BMW of Des Moines guest list looks like this. Speaking of the Royals, Andrew Logue, formerly Des Moines Register, as hardcore a Royals fan uh, as we know. Oh, I know there's more out there. Garn91, big fan, Jason Garnets. Uh, there's a number of you Royals fans out there, and I think you're going to have a, well, we'll see. Certainly Bobby Witt Jr. is going to bring a lot of eyeballs to television sets and give you hope for the future, if nothing else, this year. So, Andrew Lowe, our first guest in the first hour. Also, in hour number one, as we do each and every year, we make our MLB predictions. Look forward to doing that with all the divisions, etc. We'll go on record at some point in hour number one, maybe split it up a little bit. Uh, in hour two, it's NFL draft three weeks from today. Matt Manasarin, who has scouted with the Cleveland Browns and the New Orleans Saints, uh, he will join us. Sports Info Solutions is where you can read all of his scouting stuff. Matt Manasarin, we take a look at the locals today. Um, Look forward to catching up with him. And then John Bowenkamp, the uh, Hawkeyes had a a football uh, media availability. And he's a Dodger fan, and they're the favorite, so we'll do, we'll double dip with John Bowen Camp before we get out of here. Tiger is taking his practice uh, swings on the first hole. The tee's about to go, <laughs> go into the ground. And things seem right in the world. Play ball. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, same thing. Just wake up and know, all right, we got the coverage going on. Here comes the ceremonial opening tee shots. And Did you watch them? I did not. I watched the replay of them. So who was it? Because they're dying off. Was Jack there? Jack. Palmer? And Gary, uh, Palmer. Gary player? Blair, yeah. yeah. Player? Um, and those were the two that I saw. Okay. And it was just a little... In fact, it was just like a little clip of it. It wasn't like the whole thing. Tom which, Watson? Yeah, I don't know if he was there. Okay. I, yeah. I'm trying to think of old guys. Gary Player, for sure. I watched uh, them play together yesterday in the Par 3 for a little bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And Gary Player, his first shot, trying to talk it back as he's getting a little backspin <laughs> there. How old's Gary Player? Oh now? God, 80, 80, 80s, yeah, for sure. And just looks great. No, he does. He, he does. Um, you know, watching that par three yesterday, and I didn't watch. Is he eighty six? Jesus, uh, I didn't. I just saw highlights of it. Watching them skim the ball over the water. That's great. And skip, come within skip, five. Skip. Yeah, but come within five feet after doing it. Um, Coke rack got a hole in one. I saw that on the replay yesterday, but it was um, kind of a well. We don't have many more of these days, right, where we're going to long for something to watch. Um, those days seemingly will be over for the next few months here, here. All right, so uh, that's the BMW of Des Moines guest list. The Oh, by the way, for you baseball fans out there, for those of you scoring at home, I have the Cubs opening day lineup. Oh, all right, let's go. Um, their designated hitter, Rafael Ortega, will bat first. Right. Nick Madrigal playing second. Well, bat second. 
Behind the plate, Wilson Contreras in the three-hole. Ian Happ left field. will bat fourth. Frankie Schwindel at first. Your cleanup man, the new kid on the block, Suzuki, will bat sixth. Jason Hayward and his huge contract with two years left. Still two years. I, I think it might be three. I think two. Oh, he's taking us. By the way, we got to watch this. It might be radio silence here as we watch Tiger Woods. I got to stretch out here right? I, as I got to lean back to be able to see the television from my angle here. Wearing pink. He looks like a million bucks. Boy, he's cut. He really is cut. Let me get my glasses. Oh, yeah, look at you. But there's a well, surprise, surprise, a hell of a crowd, right? Just don't, 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 don't hit it in the middle of fairway, Tiger. Come on, kid. Get off to a good start. That was pure. Let me see the twist of the claw. He's pissed off. Ah, oh, he boy. Left it. oh, boy. This thing's sailing into. Is it a trap or trees? I think he was short of the trap. And he is not happy. No, he's pissed off. <laughs> well, no play by play, though. This is not play by play. No, that's, that's, that's true. You know who's happy about this? Everybody that has a sports book operate because oh, the money my. that's been bet on this guy is just incredible. Just so, incredible. I heard. Uh, who's the guy that runs the Superbook? Uh, yes. You know who I'm talking yes. about. Yes. Uh, uh, is it Cornegay? Jay Cornegay? Yes. Yeah. Heard him earlier in the week, and he said they anticipated coming in, this was probably going to be their biggest Masters. It's something that has just continued to build throughout yeah. the years. Derek Stevens said that on our TV show yeah. yesterday. And then Owner you get Circa. this. And then you get Tiger. Yeah. And it just takes it to a completely different level. People that I know are not golf fans. People that I know do not watch even the majors often. And they're in. Yeah. And, and the anticipation right. just for today and um, then he's going to go off in the afternoon tomorrow mm-hmm. and talk to a couple people. Yeah, taking off work tomorrow afternoon. Really? That are not big golf. These are not the Scott Sipkers of the world. He's a huge golf guy. Not those people. Just your general sports fan. Sipker had a bad day yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, his grass was cut. It was. His acting, his, his acting opportunities. Chris Williams. Oh, yes. Just slid right in there and took a major account away from Sipker. A well-known thespian. Apparently so. Yes. And I didn't know that I, about I didn't our, either. Our, yeah. our colleague Chris Williams. But yes. that's how he referred to himself. So, yeah. yeah he's, an actor. Not just an actor. An actor. Yeah. Um, and, and so I didn't know that about Sipker. He's a big golf fan. Yes, absolutely. And he says he's a good stick. I got to get out this summer with Sipker and see. You know, he's from Carroll. They don't. They, they like to bend the truth a little bit up there. <laughs> we'll see exactly how good Sipker is out on the course, hopefully this summer. Well, Tiger's underway. Um, anyways, where was I? Uh, Jason Hayward batting seventh. Patrick Wisdom will bat eighth. At shortstop, Nico Horner. He'll bat uh, in the ninth spot. And Kyle Hendricks will tow the rubber for your Chicago Cubs. Sounds like a loss. Yeah, Milwaukee gets off in the right foot, and we'll come in tomorrow and overreact to game one of what's it? No, we won't. They got to wait till about game eleven before you start getting into that. Right, but what do they do in the first ten. It 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 can happen very quickly. Sure, I, it can. I know from my perspective as a Twins fan last year, Colomay was a disaster, and the first two mm-hmm. weeks they dug themselves a hole, yep. and they can never get out of it. We had Nick Delson on for our Twins preview as we're bouncing around. We'll do Royals uh, today with Andrew Lowe coming up in a little bit, and I look back. Last time we talked to Nick Nelson last year? When was it? April 26th. Really? Last time we talked to Andrew Logue last year was two days before opening day. Wow. <laughs> on, the, on the Royals. <laughs> wow. Um, but maybe, maybe this year one of, the, one of those two regional teams will give us um, you know, a reason to talk about them more often, right? Well, and it's important in a year where it feels like in the NL Central, it's a two-team race and the Cubs aren't a part of it. In the American League Central, if we can get some kind of race there, right? Trent, I'm going to floor you when we make our selections later on regarding the American League Central. 
So I've completely changed my opinion on it's this. It's not division. White Sox. No. Not White nope. Sox. Wow. Last year was supposed to be Twins White Sox. It was. Absolutely. And the White Sox ran away and hid. Mm-hmm. This year it's supposed to be White Sox. It is. How often does that happen? Right? Mm-hmm. It happens a year before, a year yeah. after. So, look, I like your Twins. I'll, I'm going to pick the Twins to win the division. And the tw- oh, you are. I'm going to pick the Twins to win the division. You get a pretty good price. Not as good as you could have got before the Korea news. Right. Still and what are the though. news today of Taylor Rogers, your closer, getting shipped to San Diego? You can bring the starting pitcher they with two years of two years of team control. But is it team control? A, the guy that we a saw the last two years, a player, right? Because Paddock was excellent early in his was career, rookie year, he was fantastic. He looked like a guy that was destined for stardom. Mm-hmm. He's a hard thrower. He's a big he dude. He strikes guys out, Trent. He's six foot five. He looks like he's built for the position yeah. and. It hasn't worked. 26 starts last year, ERA north of five. Mm-hmm. His FIP was still four and a half. It's not like it was bad luck that no. created that. Now, was it the short one of the years he, although Jace Tingler, his manager, couldn't come out and say he's on the COVID list. Mm-hmm. He had to miss time during COVID. During 2020. Is that what it was, 2020? Yeah. So um, that obviously hurt his numbers as he missed some starts that year. So we'll see. Look, you need starting pitching. You do. And they still... They're excited about the young guys, but would you be surprised if Bailey Ober just doesn't have it yet? No, not at all. Well, you know more about him than me. And even Joe Ryan, who will get the opening mm-hmm. day start now, pushed you tomorrow. I like him, but he's not a guy, though a lot of people like him as a prospect, and now he's a rookie for all intents and purposes. Saw him a little bit last year. He's not an overpowering guy. He's a 90-91, knows how to work corners, that kind of guy. Sometimes it just doesn't work. You know, you can go for the minor leagues and have good numbers, and you mm-hmm. get up to the big leagues, and that stuff just doesn't work at the big league level. So and that's oh, still by the way, he's uh, he's going up against last year's Cy Young Award winner in Robbie yes. Ray. So it looks like Tiger's got a pretty good lie, right? I don't think that branch is in front of him. All right, so we got a shot coming Oh, yeah, in. it is in front of him. I don't know. Maybe just keep it low. We'll see. You could uh, bet on what he does on the first hole. I saw that one. Could you? And it was... What was the favorite, bogey? Par was the favorite. I think par, the yes-no was, yes, he pars it. Like minus one thirty, no was plus one twenty, something like that. That no is looking pretty good right now. Yeah, it is. His ball is. Uh, he put it on the green, but it is rolling back off the green. Pitch it up there. It'll be all right. Chip it up and down. down for down down for part. Uh, so the Masters underway, and and Tiger. For those of you who have purchased ESPN Plus, look, we knock it a lot. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe we don't. I do. Yeah. Uh, but this is one of these days where you just love it, right? Because you you can follow his group as one of the featured groups. You can watch holes four, five, and six. You can watch Cubs at one twenty in the afternoon on your TV and on your iPad. You can watch the Masters. So uh, there's certainly some days that are better than others for this streaming service. Uh, and this is one of. And baseball's headed streaming, Trent. Mm-hmm. I um, there's no doubt. I mean, the Yankees announced the deal today with Amazon. They're going to broadcast twenty one games. Yeah. Yankee games um, on uh, on Amazon.com. And with the NFL coming Thursday night to Amazon, if you don't have it and you're a sports fan, they're almost forcing you to purchase it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I are lucky. We can write this stuff off. Right, yeah, exactly. It, but, but not everybody's in that boat. And this is what I warned about when this all started coming. This is the future. And I said, that's all well and good, and I'll adapt and it'll be fine. But everyone's talking about Oh, you got to cut the core because you're going to save so much money. And yeah, I said, but you got to have so many different ones. Well, and that's what I tried to explain is at the time, yeah, I get it. And you get your Hulu or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. All right, you're getting live TV and you're getting everything along with it. But now 
You got to get Paramount Plus to get mm-hmm. CBS. I had that problem flying back from Vegas on Sunday, Big Ten ch- Championship game. Well, I just flip on the CBS app and sign in with my DirecTV. Not, not, no. Streaming wise, this was not through your DirecTV. This was an ESPN or a Paramount Plus exclusive. So I had to sign up, got a seven day free trial for that. Got that set up. But do you have to, to cancel go. or does it And then you got to remember, you right. got to remember to cancel. So luckily I did that right afterwards. I'm like, what okay, you landed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm over this because I knew with March Madness, I already had everything covered. But there's so many, so many streaming services. And now you look at baseball. Now Bally Sports, who, Took over the Fox Sports mm-hmm. Regionals, Fox Sports Midwest, Fox Sports North, those kind of places. Bally's is working now to create a app where you can, even without a cable subscription, that you will be able to buy the service and get the Major League Baseball games. Get the All NBA of games. them? Yes. That are on their service. But gotcha. For the Twins, I think it's like 140 games. I think the Cardinals are like 136, something like that. To get those games, you don't have to have cable. Mm-hmm. They're working on it. It's not available now. Mm-hmm. The talk is maybe late summer that that will be available, but but that's another one that you add up. So, all right, I got my Netflix, and I got my Disney+, Plus, and I got ESPN+, Plus, and I got Hulu for live TV, and or YouTube, and you go on and on and on. Are you saving money? No, no but the time not, it adds up. You're not no, saving No, but you money. cut the cord. But you cut the cord. You cut the cord. Uh, well I was told that I was just an old man that was afraid yeah, of change, uh-huh. and I, I try and warn people. And then not only that, but, well, but what happens when Mediacom comes to a disagreement with a company and they don't have it? And the same thing happens. Guess what? YouTube, YouTube TV just had that problem with ESPN. Mm-hmm. And it's going to become bigger and bigger the more people go to that platform. The exact same thing that happened with satellite, with cable, is going to happen sure. with these companies. Yep. It, it's, you're just moving the sticks more than anything. That's all that this is. It's the same thing. And you got to have good internet to go along with it. And well, luckily in West Des Moines, Google Fiber is is here, and we will have that, and I will not have to worry about crappy CenturyLink anymore because that company in my area sucks. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're right. I mean, you're dependent on it, right? Yeah. It's, uh, anyways, that's the world we live in, but you're 100% right. You know, you're 100% yeah, you're not the money, money. I'm saving money. Yeah. I, I cut the cord, but then when you add up this, that, and the other thing, are you really saving money? Anyway, so opening day today, not a ton, but, I mean, mm-hmm. it's good for us. Other than your twins, we'll get the Cardinals, we'll get the Royals, we'll get the Cubs, um, and, they're, and they're all afternoon. The Cubs are 120, and the Royals, and I think the Cardinals are right on top of each other, aren't they? Yeah, 310 and 315, 310 respectively. and 315? Royals first, five minutes later, the Cards. Have you been to an opening day of baseball? Ever? I haven't. It's, I, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, you got a packed house or yeah, a full house right. in comparison to what you'll see a day or two later, as it'll be completely different, usually for most every stadium out there. I've wanted to, but mm-hmm. again, Minnesota. Yeah. April baseball? No, I mean when they when they when they played in the Metrodome, it was okay. Right, but it was a Metrodome and it sucked. Yeah, I loved it. I know I'm the You're one. You're a weirdo. I'm the one. I mean, uh, John Walters, Chuck Reed, um, and I would we went to there was a couple other people opening day in Kansas City in 1990 and 1991. Okay, it was really cool. It was really cold. Yeah. Um, and then I I went to opening day when I lived in Denver in well both 93. When were the Rockies born? That sounds right. I think yeah. 93 and 94. There was, how many people? Is it like 100? Uh, no, there wasn't 100. 90,000 people in Mile High Stadium for the Jeez. first ever Rockies game. And it was against the Montreal Expos, and Kent Bottenfield pitched for the Expos. I remember that. And Eric Young, I, th- I think, who was the first batter, EY, who's now a base coach where? Atlanta? Is that where he is? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, anyways, he hit the... Um, 
he was the first batter for the Rockies, and he parked it in the left field seats. <laughs> and uh, baseball, I think the game ended up like like ten to nine. And then the second year was just snowing sideways. But they played maybe against the Phillies. It was against the Phillies. So, you know what it is, Trent? It's not necessarily the game itself. It's just being baseball's back, and it's mm-hmm. opening day, and you're there to experience it. Gotcha. You know, it's not like you're going to. Uh, you know, a big playoff game and something or anything like that. April 9th, 1993. The Rockies open up on the road for the Mets with two. Their home yeah. opener. Was against the Expos. Against the Expos. Yep. Uh, it was Kent Bottenfield that took yep. the loss. 80,227. Bellied their way through Mile High Stadium yep. in the turnstiles. The win went to Bryn Smith. Wow, Bryn Smith, the right-handed. Wasn't he a Cardinal, too, at one point? I think he was. Uh, what about home runs? Oh, let's see if I can get a box score. For so that let me one. try and go through some of the lineup. I won't be able to. I mean, of the of the Rockies, um, Galarraga, the big cat, was at first. Bichette was at third. Vinny Castillo was at short. Eric Young was at second. Um, Don Baylor was the manager. Was Eric Wedge the catcher? I'm looking here. I'm scrolling, trying to find the full box score. That's what I'm looking at here. April. There we go. Okay, here we go. Eric Young. Yeah. Some cat named Cole played center field. Had two hits. Yeah. You know Cole? Yeah, I know. He's, he's one of the very big guys. Quick. Alex Cole. Oh, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Alex Cole. Uh, Bichette. Mm-hmm. Galarraga. Yeah. Charlie Hayes. Charlie Hayes was at third, right? His son turning down the uh, Phillies extension. Cabrian. Gerald Clark is your left Don't fielder. Don't remember him. Uh, your catcher is Girardi. Oh, George Girardi, of course. And Eric Wedge is on that team. Benavetti's? Yeah, Freddie Benavetti's. Was okay. the shortstop? He was. Yeah. Look at you. That's incredible. You watch a lot of Rockies baseball, I'm sure. It was year. a blast. I yeah. mean, it was really cool getting them out. And they put, there was probably, I'm going to guess, they averaged that year 60,000 maybe? It was a huge number. I do remember It was that. crazy. Yeah. And, and I remember the talk being... Uh, because Mile High was not good for baseball. No, when they were when they were building Coors Field and they're averaging sixty thousand people a game, and they wanted to make uh, limit capacity to forty two thousand, it was a huge uproar. Yeah, what are you doing? I mean, there's going to be twenty thousand. Tiger part the opener. Wow, that's a save. Um, but yeah, anyways, enough about Colorado Rockies baseball. <laughs> we won't talk a lot about them. What kind of year since we're there? What kind of year will Chris Bryan have? I don't have a great feel for him. I think he made a huge mistake. I mean, it's it's one thing to take the money, and yes, he's got his World Series ring, mm-hmm. so it's he's 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 checked that box. But why go to Colorado? Part of a rebuild. Yeah, that's just it. You're part of a rebuild. You're going to a division that already, of course, has the Dodgers. But mm-hmm. but when they when they start to develop stars, they give them away. I mean, Nolan Arnauto was given away. I don't get it. No. And what from a Rockies perspective? Put them on the program, put them on the tickets. I guess. Hey, we're trying. Not really. No. I mean, that's your guy, right? Yeah. I, 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 I never understood that move. All right. You want to predict some, uh, some since we're probably not going to have a ton of time in hour, do you want to go on record? Want to start with the American League? Yeah, let's do it. Because we like to check in on these and, and get totally embarrassed. Oh, yeah. It's an embarrassment every single time. Let Although me, I had the Braves to win the World Series last year, so it wasn't a total that loss. That was good. All right. Let's uh, go back to the notebook. I keep it all in one notebook, so we keep ourselves honest, right, by the end of the season to see how we did. Last year, let's find the paper here. Here it is. 
Uh, that was 2020, 2021 baseball. You had Braves over the Twins. Yeah, that's right. I remember it was going to be a replay in 1991. Getting the Braves right, though, that's pretty good. I'll take it. I had the Dodgers over the Yankees. Yeah, well. <laughs> Felt good going to the playoffs. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You were both at Atlanta last year. You had Milwaukee. You got a win there. You had the Dodgers. Got a, no one didn't get a win. No, the, the Giants, Giants beat them by a division. game. You had the Yankees, Minnesota, Houston as your uh, division winners a year ago. So well, well I hit, did I hit two or three? I hit two, three? I, let's see. Yankees, no, because Tampa won it. White Sox won it. Houston did. Yeah. And your wildcard teams, the White Sox and Toronto. Not bad. Yeah. Better than me. Right. All right, let's go to the American League. Let's go on record. We'll do the National League after we talk to Andrew Logue. We'll do that about 10 minutes before. Uh, in the American League East, Trent Condon, it is, I think it's the toughest division in baseball. I really do. Yeah. Last year, just for a uh, sense of how crazy it was, Tampa won. The fourth place team in that division won 91 games. They finished fourth. Fourth. That team that finished fourth is going to win it all this year in the American League East. I'm mm-hmm. talking. I'll take Toronto to rule the East. Um, I think it's their year. I'm, I'm buying into the hype. I am with you there. I really, really do like the way this Toronto team has been built. Not just the young talent, but the way that they have supplemented things. Even guys like Kikuchi that we've talked mm-hmm. about a lot. Osman, who comes over from the Giants. You're, you're building the rotation. The bullpen looks in good mm-hmm. shape. And lose Marcus Simeon, which is a yeah, blow. But you can mash yeah, that team offensively. Sure. Maybe you need another left-handed bat. We'll see. I agree. You know who they're going to get? I think they're going to get Joey Votto. Canadian. A lot of people making right? that connection. I've seen that out there a lot. I think uh, Jim Bowden, a former Did he? GM. It makes a ton of sense. And now writes for The Athletic. He had that in his predictions. Right. Votto will always be a red, but give him a chance to go mm-hmm. and, and, and win a World Series and do so in his home country. So, so we are agreeing okay. with the Blue Jays in the East. We'll the disagree. Central. We're going to disagree in the Central. I'm going to pick your twins, Trent. They finished last last year. Yeah. It's easy to pick the White Sox. They're the team to beat, clearly. Uh, I'm probably going to have buyer's remorse. I made my biggest bet uh, in futures on over-under on the Twins. We got them. I think you jumped on the same day I did, the morning of the Correa news. Mm-hmm. We woke up that Saturday morning to news that Correa signed with the Twins, and the books had not reacted with their over-under. Um, and I got them at 79.5, and I made my biggest play. And I think I've probably got six or seven teams bet but the Twins I'm all in on, and I will pick them to win the Central. You're going to go with them. I'm going to go with the favorite here. A little boring, and I'm going to go White Sox. Let's go to the West. Houston, do you go anywhere else? Yes. What? I am. What is going on over there? I don't know what it is, Trent. I'm taking Seattle. All right. So I got to push back on this one because I know there is a lot of Seattle love. And mm-hmm. it was a team that they're young. I bet on a lot. Mm-hmm. Rodriguez has a chance to be a star. He gets the opening day call up there. Is he the favorite to win rookie of the year? I would think so, yeah. That's yeah. one that's not available in Iowa, so I didn't see it listed in the right. apps here. That, that kid from Detroit, what's his name? Torkelson? Mm-hmm. Spencer was, Torkelson. Yeah, he was the first overall pick a couple of years ago. He's getting some love. Uh, Khalil Green was one of the guys, but he got hurt. He's out for, I think, a month oh, and a half, two months. Also with Detroit. But yeah, he's, I think, the betting favorite. Mm-hmm. At least uh, something that I saw not too long ago, even before it was announced that he was going to be part of the opening day roster. I'm going Houston. Seattle, though, last year they won 90 games. Mm-hmm. They were in the race. Yep, we were right both, till the last day. We were rooting for them, too. Mm-hmm. This is an organization that hasn't been in the playoffs in well, 20 years. Well, you were years. rooting harder than me because I thought it was going to be to come between Toronto and Seattle. Right, a little bit different And they both got left out, right. But it was an easy story to root for. But their Pythag, basically what they should have won, 
They were an 82-win team last year. Were they really? Yeah. So they overachieved. They big-time overachieved. Mm-hmm. So I expect some regression. I think the over-under total will tell mm-hmm. you that. But you're buying in. This young team's well, going to take Ray a step. Trent, That's a big I mean, step. He's, he's, a, he's a Cy Young winner last year. And I'm counting on these two young kids, Kalenic, to get it together. Mm-hmm. And he was the favorite to win Rookie of the Year last year. Maybe not. Maybe Otani was. And he was, he was one of, put it that way. And then Julio Rodriguez. He's a hell of a player. If he lives, if he comes close to the expectations, because I think the Rangers are better in that division they this are. year. I bet them on their over seventy four and a half. They spent. They did. Oh, Getting Seager, Simeon. Yeah, I mean they they got they they spent some big big money going up the middle with that. Not too bad. So I'm going Houston. You got Seattle. Now That's, we need three wild card teams. Right. Red Sox. I believe. I took the over on the Red Sox this year. I'm what a was their total? 85? 84 and a half. 84 and a half. So like that one, I think Boston, kind of that zigzag bounce back theory with them. Going with the Yankees. And my mm-hmm. final wild card team is from the American League Central. They're Detroit Tigers. Yeah, you know me well. I, know. I am buying into the, the hype. Not going with the Twins. So I got Boston, Yankees, Detroit. Who's your three wild cards? Uh, Houston, Tampa, <laughs> Uh, Houston, Tampa. You leaving the Yankees out? Yes. You are? I am. Sox. White Sox. Going with the White Sox. All right. I'm going to be kicking myself. I know at the end of the year not having Tampa in there, but here we are. To the National League East. Want to do it now? You want to do Andrew Logue? You want to keep going? Whatever you want. Let's wait till after Logue. We'll talk Royals. Yeah, we'll do Royals. We'll kind of finish up our American League preview, and Mm -hmm. then we'll get to the NL here late in the hour. Um, Is the World Series, you don't have to tell me who, Mm Mm-hmm. Is the World Series winner an American League team? To be determined. Okay. I got two teams that I bet on, and I'm still fighting back and forth. What's going to go here in the official notebook (laughs) for Miller and Condon? We'll take our time out, come back. Miller and Condon underway on an opening day, an opening round of the Masters Thursday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Our best work. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO as we take you up until noon. NFL draft conversation. Going to zero in on the locals with Matt Manassarian, former scout uh, for the Cleveland Browns and New Orleans Saints, now Sports Info Solutions, where he previews the draft. We will do that uh, coming up at 11.05. And then John Bowen Camp, uh, he was Iowa, had a football media availability yesterday as they begin focusing on the defensive side of the ball with their uh, coaches. Uh, so we'll get that and pick his brain on those Dodgers. But one of those regional teams we want to talk about are the Kansas City Royals. Is this the year the Royals come back into now the conversation as one of those teams having a good year in the American League Central? Andrew Logue, formerly the Des Moines Register, joins us. Andrew Trenton, Ken, long time. How you been? Doing good, guys. Doing good. Uh, ready for three ten this afternoon, and with Grinky and Bieber, and looking forward to that. The opener. It's not a bad pitching matchup, right? Just to, to kick off, to uh, raise the curtain at Kauffman Stadium, no doubt about it. Well, just uh, before we kind of zero in on the team from a um, an overview of the Royals last year, where they were, and obviously the big story this year. Last year, what they win seventy four baseball games. 
they've got their phenom. Bobby Wood Jr. has made the team. believe he's the favorite to win the uh, Rookie of the Year in the American League. Um, a lot of expectations on him. Uh, do the Royals get back to being relevant in the Central again, Andrew? You know, I think as much as everyone will talk about Bobby Witt Jr., I still kind of have concerns about the pitching. You know, they're they're bringing up guys. they still got a couple of good prospects and Nick Prado and MJ Melendez um, for the lineup. But last year they brought up J- Jackson Kowar and Brady Singer, and they really struggled. They're top pitching prospects. And it was guys like Carlos Hernandez and uh, Chris Bubich that actually pitched pretty well. I have some concerns about pitching. I, I just worry – um, you know, they were a 500-ish team the first week of June last year. And by the end of the year, you, the bullpen was just tanked. That The starters were not building up and using enough, eating enough innings, and they were kind of a mess at the end of the year. 74 wins was pretty good. It was an improvement. But I don't know if they've solved enough to get over that 81-win, 82-win mark. I'm not sure. Hmm. It's uh, a lot about Bobby Wood Jr., and we'll get to him here momentarily. The anticipation about this prospect and what he's going to be, because he does look like a star in the making. But a year ago, you mentioned a team that showed some signs, got to see some of those young guys, but it became really Sal. And what he was able to do, the home runs at the catcher position, a guy that... Early in his career, he was a whiz defensively, had a little bit of pop, but he was more a gap-to-gap kind of guy. How does that develop? And how does that develop that late in the career without going conspiracy theory there, because you just so rarely, and especially for a guy that's got as many miles on him as Sal Perez, you see a season like that. Well, I think it was, but it was in the making in the sense that we forget. Is he, remember, he, he entered himself a couple of years ago uh, carrying a suitcase as they got off the team bus for the hotel, and he missed Jeez. the year. Just crazy. But his numbers actually did go up in the pandemic year of 2020, and his home run totals had gone year after year had gone up each year. You know, he went from like 17 home runs in 2014 to 27 home runs in 2018, and he was 11 in the shortened season, 48 last year. And so I think it was always progressing that way. Um, he's a veteran guy, and I do think when he got hurt and missed a year, I do think he rededicated himself. And, and so I see that. I think, by the way, in just full disclosure, I think everybody in baseball is doing whatever they can to succeed. I don't think there's the same bugaboos as there was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, Salvi's doing everything. He rededicated himself, and I think he got the contract. He has the security because he signed to the team through 2025. So he, he was a surprise that the numbers were so good. But I think he had established himself as a premier home run hitter. You know, you mentioned Salvador Perez. Is is he um, knocking on Cooperstown door? Especially, I mean, last year he had 48 home runs for crying out yeah. loud. Him and Guerrero tied in the American League. Uh, you know, I never looked at him before, Andrew, as a guy that was, he's a great player, don't get me wrong, but I didn't think he was a mm-hmm. Hall of Famer. I, I'm coming around. I think he's going to get there. If he continues... Um, let's say he gets through 2025, and, and he would be, yeah. what, mid-30s? So he would have caught a lot of games by then. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah. I, here's the thing that concerns me. I want to say yes, but I do think there's a small market issue that you have in baseball. Also, you know, the biggest red flag to me is he was seventh in the American League uh, MVP voting. I think he could get there, but I think it's going to be like a seniors committee kind wow. of thing. Cause I just, and, and here's the thing. 
I think it's analytics are great. I can go down an analytics wormhole like anybody, mm-hmm. but I think they overemphasize things like pitch framing. And, like, yes, I understand why you want to be better at pitch framing, but I'll take the 48 home runs and 112 RBI. But that doesn't seem to be as valued as it would. So I see Salvi maybe getting in as much as I want him to be the only one true one since George Brett. Um, you know, but I, I just don't know that he has the respect sort of in all of the baseball community. Um, a big number for me that I'll watch, he has 200 career home runs. I do think getting to 300 career home runs is big. It seems like catchers, um, you get that mark, then suddenly Cooperstown is, mm-hmm. is awaiting for you. If you go through and a catcher has 300 home runs, that's maybe a magic number if you can pin something toward will Sally get in the hall well and that's interesting because i guess his peers right would be buster posey mm-hmm. and molina uh and salvi that's I, fair you know that's fair i i like i'm i as much as i love salvi favorite royal since the 80s era i get that i think mm-hmm. rational people can go yeah it's posey it's molina so he is that third guy by the way best in the american league for over yep. a decade yep. so that helps yep but i i do think that he's gonna have to wait i just kind of see Seniors, you know, what do you call it? A seniors committee. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just kind of see him getting in, but he may be quite the silver-haired gentleman by that time. <laughs> yeah. Talking right now. on the right side of the uh, earth yeah. when, it, when it comes, if it comes. Yeah. Andrew Logjody, guess, as we're talking Kansas City Royals. All right, let's uh, jump into Bobby Witt Jr. The anticipation, still just 21. Turns 22 yeah. in June. Look at the numbers a year ago, 33 home runs, 29 stolen bases between two different levels. He's been ripping the baseball here during spring training, hit over 400, three home runs, three doubles. He's doing everything, yet he is still just 21. And we've seen prospects that first time, some kind of time can be in trouble. He's eventually well, going to be a star. I think we agree with that. But early on, where should expectations be, do you believe? I think it should be a little tempered. Uh, if you're a longtime Royals fan, you remember 2007, they brought up Alex Gordon. He had the standing ovation, bases loaded, chance to win the game, and he struck out. Eric Hosmer in 2011, big, but he struggled. You know, it's usually the guys like Salvi who quietly come up in the middle of a season, and then they're suddenly brilliant. Um, so I'm a little tempered. You know, he struggled last year early in the minors and then exploded. So I think you want to be a little cautious. Um, the most encouraging thing is I think his dad being a 16-year uh, pitcher uh-huh. in the majors, I think that helps him. I think his head is in a good spot because he's, he's just got good people around him. So I'm, I'm actually a little cautious not to put too much on him because, again, guys like Alex Gordon and Eric Hosmer and Mike Moustakas, kind of beloved guys of the past, they didn't all hit the ground running. It took them a couple of years to figure things out. What about your bullpen? I've always been, been a Stamont guy. He's working on that man bun. It's got to be complete <laughs> one of these years. Yeah. Uh, and Amir Garrett, who's a fiery dude, as we remember some of the uh, set twos with the Reds and the Cubs or the Reds and whoever uh, Garrett uh, was in a bad mood that day. I like him. He's a competitor. What about your bullpen? I'm a little – I actually feel a little better than I did last year. Uh, Scott Barlow – was kind of their guy who could uh, – he was steady, and you mentioned Stalmont and Gamer. I, I do think uh, it's in a better spot. They've got to – again, the starters are going to have to help them out, and they're going to have to eat some innings, which is why they went out and got Grinky. I think. Mm-hmm. It's just to sort of set a standard of, you know, Grinky doesn't throw as good as he did, but he's a, he's a veteran. He knows kind of how to handle himself. So I, I think – I feel okay about the bullpen because a guy like Barlow and Stalmont, but – 
you know, they're going to have to have some more guys. They're going to have to come up with some guys, a couple, three, uh, to kind of complete that so you have a little bit of depth in that bullpen because it was so worn out late last year. The young guys in the pitching rotation, Keller, Bubik, Hernandez, Singer right now, of that group, who has the best chance, maybe not becoming an ace or a top-five pitcher, but becoming a solid number two, a guy that you can count on for, say, the next half decade to be a solid number two, number three starter, who's got the most upside out of that group? You know, I, gosh, I, I kind of maybe pick Hernandez, and the simple reason why is he seems to have a third pitch. Yeah. For whatever reason, guys like Singer just didn't want to do that last year, and you know, major league hitters are going to figure you out pretty quick. So I might go Hernandez. I, I kind of think, um, you know, the thing is, and you mentioned, I don't know that any of them will be an ace or a number one. But you go back to fourteen and fifteen, the Royals didn't have that either. What they had was five guys you could send out every single day, and you felt like you were going to be competitive in the game. I'll settle for that because I'm not sure any of them are going to be an ace. But if you can get me five guys, unfortunately, I think you're lucky if you get two of these guys to click, and then you may, Mr. Sherman, the new owner, may have to spend a little money to round out that starting rotation. So what do you see division-wise, Andrew? Andrew Logue is our guest, formerly the Des Moines Register. You know, I've seen your byline a couple of times last summer. You're still stringing, right? You're still... Uh... Yeah, AP. I've helped out the Associated Press for Iowa State and Drake. And That's what I thought. I thought I'd seen that. Anyways, so division. I think the Twins took a big leap forward this offseason. I'm buying that team. Disappointed mightily last year. Picked to win it. Finished yeah. last. White Sox ran away and hid. Uh, they won, what, 93 three games and I think they got bored in September might have even if they had to you know been able to better that 93 win total what do you think of the division is it still the White Sox or is there Trent thinks the Tigers have closed the gap in a big way how do you see it I kind of think it is the White Sox but I do agree with you I think the Twins have made a move uh they're in it but I think the, a- the AL is just so stocked it's stacked I mean you know you got the Blue Jays Yankees Red Sox Rays. so that wild card battle even with the Extra team now is not going to be easy. I'm going to go White Sox for now. And I also think the Twins may benefit. They got a little urgency. They're a little embarrassed last year. And sometimes that's a great uh, fuel in a following season. So White Sox, Twins. Good stuff. Andrew Logue, as we take a look at the uh, Kansas City Royals. Andrew, thank you for doing this for us. Uh, Enjoy the season, Andrew Logue. Appreciate it. I will. Thank you, guys. Good to talk to you. Andrew Logue. Uh, stringing for the AP, formerly of the Des Moines Registers, we talk Kansas City Royals. What's their total, Trent? Over under 73? A little higher than that. I think it was 75 and a half, 74 and a half, something like that. What do you think? It's right around the number. Yeah. I took one early in spring training. I took it over, and it's one that I'm kind of looking back upon and saying, eh, not so <laughs> sure. I think it was a pretty solid number. Who finishes last in that division? The Guardians. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, trading off pieces. Mm-hmm. Is Bieber going to be around by the end of the season? Wow. What if, boy, if he's available. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he starts today for the Guardians against Zach Grinke and the Kansas City Royals. We will pick the National League when we come back. Miller and Condon on a Thursday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Let's ride. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. You know, the other thing that bothers me, other than Nance in the Butler cabin on Sunday, the fact that we have to name these holes. They're not oh, playing yes. the third. They're playing Flowering Peach. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Every eight, every one of the eight teams. Every single one own. of them has got a name. Not the fourth. 
the third, it's the flowering peach. All right, Trent, let's get back to it. Oh, yeah, we? we made our predictions in the American League. If you missed it, just joining us here. Uh, we both took Toronto in the east. You got the Twins, I got the White Sox, and you have the Mariners, and I have Houston in the west. Wildcard teams, Ken has Astros, Rays, White Sox. I have Red Sox, Yankees, and the Tigers. My long shot to make the playoffs. Well, I think we'll have some, uh, we'll be in unison on the Central and the West. Maybe not. Let's start in the American League East. Uh, I think it's a three-team race Mm -hmm. with a watch out for the Marlins, but I'm going to pick the Braves to repeat. You're going ATL. This is one of the things that I did fire at divisionally with good odds, and it was the Phillies. Plus 320 to win that division, like the top of the rotation. Mm -hmm. They're going to mash. Do you see Bryce Harper? He finished with eight home runs in the spring. Did he really? I know it's spring training stats, but Ugh. still, eight homers. He hey, Kyle Schwarber's in. total was 30 and a half, I think. That was his home run over under. He plays 140 games. He's going to cruise past that. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, we, we'll, we'll see. Uh, so you're taking the Phillies. I got Phillies. Let's okay. go to the Central, and it's still Milwaukee for me. I think that gap is too significant it's between them and the Cards. I, I totally agree with you. I think it's a massive, massive gap. Uh, Brewers, out west. Can he go anywhere else no, but the Dodgers? No. no. Well, we said that last year in the Giants won. And the Giants did it. Had the best record in baseball, 107 games. Acidine. It really was. Are we overlooking them this year? I don't think so. I think they got regression. Now, I don't know if it's the regression that some people believe in what their win total was suggesting at around 85 right now. Boy, that's a, that's, Jesus. That's a huge, that's huge 20, That's back. over 20. Right. 22. So, if you're a believer that there's going to be a regression, big time mm-hmm. regression, 85. Mm-hmm. Something to look at there. Wild card teams, we need three of them now with the expanded playoffs. My first, though I didn't take them in the East, yeah. Atlanta, they're getting mm-hmm. in. That's a pretty easy one. I feel like that's a free square to get into I'm the with playoffs. You. Also going with the Padres. They mm-hmm. don't have Jace Tinkler anymore. Nope. They have a real manager. Yep. They have somebody that actually isn't a doofus. <laughs> they have a real guy there, and I think that's the difference. I got the Padres in. My last wild card team is the Birdies on the Bat. St. Louis finds a way again to get in. And more than anything, it's the three teams below them. The Cubs, Mm -hmm. the Pirates, and the Reds, I think, are going to struggle so much that the Cardinals are going to be able to pile up some victories. Well, I was going to ask you, but I know the answer to your question would be, I I was going to ask you which of these is more likely, the Cubs to go over 75.5 or the Cardinals to go over, what are they, 84.5? Something like that. 84.5. If you had to bet one, would you bet Cardinals over under 84 and a half or Cubs over under 75 and a half? I think it'd be the Cardinals for me. Over? Slight, yeah. Mm-hmm. Over on the Cardinals. The Cubs, it's just a great unknown. And if they hang around, are they willing to spend? Well, they didn't this offseason. Right. Outside of I mean, Suzuki. Stephen Matz. Oh, the Cubs. I the thought you were yeah. Yeah, outside of Suzuki. Oh, the Cardinals absolutely will. They always spend if they're in contention. I'm not worried about them. I'm saying the Cubs. Now, if we get See, to I, June and they're around they're 500. Contention? Well, to get in. That's all it takes, right? Mm-hmm. Just get in. How many wildcard teams will win World Series? Mm-hmm. And because of that, that's kind of where I'm going. So, Well, I only have one wildcard team in the Central Division. I'm going to put the Phillies in. I'm going to take your Phillies mm-hmm. as one of my two wildcard teams. And I'm going out west. Uh, the Padres, I think we're overlooking the Giants. I think for, for whatever reason, there's something about that franchise. Um, Logan Webb's their ace. Mm-hmm. Eh, he, he, don't, he's okay. Right. Um but they're getting along in the two. That's this is the one that's given me the most pause. Is the third wild card team should it be the Giants? It's between to me, it's between the Giants and the Mets. I just can't trust Degrom. I, I can't. It. I get it. And is it June? 
Is, yeah. And when he comes back, is How he long right? does he have? Right. Does it just fall apart again? If he's right in the playoffs, you just get he's in. The be- he's the best pitcher in the game yeah. when he's healthy. And you ride but him. He's never and, right. And maybe the arm falls off afterwards, mm-hmm. but you ride him if you can get to that point. Well, they. Speaking of got a manager, they got a manager, Buck Schulwalter. Yes, they do. So it's. You're going with the Mets for that last spot, or did you go both Padres and Giants? Uh, Mets. You're going Mets. Mets with the Giants? No. Or with Mets, San Diego? Mets, Phillies, Padres. All right, so we got NYM in there. Your World Series prediction. I hate to do you it. You got it right. You got the team right I a know, year ago. But I, and I did hate... you bet on it? Yeah, uh, yeah, I had the yeah. I did have the brace. There you go. Um <sighs> Dodgers Blue Jays. Dodgers Blue the, the two favorites. I hate doing that. Who wins? Well, if you're going this route, right, I got to take my Jays, right? All right, Blue Jays over the Dodgers. I'm with you with the Dodgers. And I have them beating the Red Sox. I got the Red Sox. What am I missing in Boston? Why don't I like this Red Sox team? I, I, was, I saw Bill Simmons today on, on Twitter. This team's going to be a lot better than he. Well, I mean, you, you he's take, a Sox fan. Right, exactly. I'd be like Peral picking them. Right. <laughs> or, a little or bit the different. Celtics or the Patriots or the Bruins. Or... So I got them at 11 to 1 to win the American League. I really, really like that Do price. You really? I mean, I like the price. Devers. Good player. Stud. Yes. I mean, he could be an MVP. Bogarts, Martinez, mm-hmm. Verdugo, Trevor Story is going to be batting six for them. They bring back Jackie Bradley Jr. A whiz out there defensively. Trevor Story, they signed him to a big money contract. They are set offensively. And here's the rotation. Valdi? Mm. We'll see. Pavetta? Mm. Waka? Mm. Rich Hill? I am uh, very much hating my pick all of a sudden. <laughs> Good God! What That's is happening terrible. here? That's a terrible starting five. Yuck! Right? Rich Hill. Cash out, Rich cash Hill? out. Where's right. that cash out button? <laughs> Hit that option. We're going to get into the NFL next, the NFL series, and we're going to look at the locals. With Matt Manasseran, former scout of the Cleveland Browns and the New Orleans Saints, now applying his writing trade at Sports Info Solution. He's next. More on the Dodgers and then the Hawkeyes as they had a football media availability yesterday. Miller and Condon, our number two coming up next on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO.